No, it doesn't. Right now it does. I already hit record. See, I got to be the first person to say I already hit record, technically. Mm, depends on what part of the recording I want to put in the recording. I'm the editor. See, this is why I want some editing <laughs> responsibilities, <laughs> rights, privileges. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Episode Jose Altuve 27. I was about to say, that doesn't uh, doesn't sound like uh, you're going to get that number right. <laughs> I think he's about to say two wrong. <laughs> I mean, 20 wrong. <laughs> well, I hate to burst your bubble. We don't have any guests today. It's just the uh, boys. But what we do have... Is no sports. We're going to do all weird news today. Actually, know what? We got slight sports talk, and that's only because we're going to be talking about a Super Bowl ad. I'm Royce Moore. That's Brock Farias, and this is More BS. Hey, Brock. Hey, buddy. So, first off, I want to say thank you to our two previous guests, Sean McCoy of the Come to the Table podcast. Um, That was an incredible experience. It really was. And his latest episode that he just put out, um is um talks about fighting depression and whether you have had to deal with that and uh, I think all and uh, depression and suicide so whether you've had to deal with that or you haven't had to deal with that or you know somebody that has had to deal with that or somebody around you go listen to that it is very uplifting uh that 10 quite just a 10 questions that they did at the start of that one oh my goodness it was so good. That guy, like I can't remember the guy's name, but it, Sean's so good at setting all that up and just kind of letting the other person just give you who they are through the small amount that he that he puts. Not uh, that sounds bad though, but <laughs> you 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 know what I mean. He, I know what you're saying. Right. He doesn't he he can he can exact a lot of information out of somebody with very, very little questioning, with very little prodding. Yes. He's a a very comforting spirit to kind of talk to is how I feel about it. It's his voice. He's got that, like, crackle in his voice, and you're like, yes, I'll tell you anything, white Morgan Freeman. (laughs) White Morgan Freeman. I was going to go with Grandpa. Grandpa. Yes, Grandpa. I tells you anything. I tell you whatever. (laughs) And then I come back and you know you. And then I went up on a little bit of travel to the old FWD. Uh, for, number mainly went up there to get my, uh, like I said, went up there to get some some uh, teeth work done, but really also to help out Linda's cousin graduate from dental school. Like <laughs> they. 
if if she, if she did bad in my mouth, she was not going to become a dentist. So it was slightly tedious. So and she did good in your mouth. She did. She did good on the tooth in my mouth. How does your tooth feel? Actually, dude, I'm not going to lie. This... I have been a, a bad kid. I have m- more than enough cavities that I can make this next statement. <laughs> it is the smoothest transition from <laughs> filling to tooth that I have ever had. <laughs> he knows the that, that makes knows it the sound the experience that makes you can, it. Go. You you have you have the expertise to be able to judge it on other other dental work you've done. Wow, Heather, you did a great job on that. Her name is or Clara. What's her name? I don't know Clara. why I said Heather. Clara. Sorry, Clara. I should have asked but what's, your name before what was, we did what, this bit. What's funny is uh she is a Baylor bear. She graduated from Baylor. And she's going to A and M Dental School, <laughs> and so she says every email they get, they they send it out, and it says howdy, and she's like, ugh, I can't. <laughs> annoyed. She's like, gets annoyed by it, and then we're just walking around the school, and everything, of course, is, I mean not everything, but a lot of stuff is maroon, mm-hmm. and then one of the signs is like. Hey, wear maroon on Fridays to like show spirit or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, Clara, you gonna wear you gonna wear maroon on on Friday?" And she was like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's transition all of this into an amazing artist, Grady Spencer. I called him earlier today when I saw the stats, and. uh he did not answer, which I assumed he wouldn't because he works uh, with heavy-duty machinery. So, probably, number one, probably not allowed to have your phone on you. And if you are, you probably can't probably hear it. couldn't hear it. So, Grady Spencer, uh, in the short amount of time between Tuesday and yesterday being Thursday... Um, he's become our most played episode. Yeah. Yes, he has. Thank you, Grady Spencer. I'm, no I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm attributing that 100% All to, to him. him. Yeah. All him. Yeah. Maybe a little, maybe a little to us. Maybe. No, none of it. All Grady. I like it. All right, guys. I think I can't remember the dates, but if you're going to Lubbock at some point in time, check and see if Grady's playing at the Blue Light at some weekend. Was it this weekend? Sweet little spot, man. But yeah, the Blue Light itself is is an awesome spot in Lubbock. Um, so like I said, we're not going to talk about any sports today. Maybe a little, just a touch. Well, you want to talk about some sports? No, not really. Mm. Maybe some stuff. James Harden Wait, is still on his uh, on his I thirty game. Oh, uh, hat hats off over the heart, Frank Robinson. Royce and I both had a moment 
of thinking it was somebody else. Yes. Um, but huge baseball legend. Passed away today, 83. Here's to you, sir. Yes, sir. Rest in peace. But there was something else. There's something else that I wanted to talk about. Well, James Harden, I think it said 28 games now of 30-plus points a game. It's just ridiculous, man. It's it's insane. They're calling it the unguardable tour. And the unguardable tour? Yeah. Can uh, we check and see if there's a shirt that says that yet? We'll look. Maybe. Because if there's you, not... You want to try to snipe a trademark from somebody? If there's quick? not... Uh, I don't see Michelle. how I don't see how it's been. I mean, it's if had it's out. If it's out and you've heard about it, somebody has it trademarked already. Yeah, I just have to believe that. I mean, go for it. We should. I mean, the worst they're going to tell you is what? No, it's already happened. You right. can't do it. Uh, Bichelle, uh Texas quarterback, transferring to SMU. Yeah. I mean, get your money, right, so to speak, in the collegiate aspect. Yeah. Money is playing time to those kids. Yeah. How much TV t- How much TV time am I going to get? Yeah, go go for it, kid. Yeah. No, there was something else. There was something else, something else I saw. Well, we're going to start this thing off but while Brock looks I'll out for that. We're just going to make this whole thing... Good old weird news, WTF, what the Florida, full-on segment. Are you in, Brock? Because I am in. That's why I was just trying to get all the sports stuff out. Are we trying to get it out of the way now? Yeah, just just make sure I touched on everything. That way we can say that we did the sports side of everything. AT&T started yesterday, and day two is today. Hopefully everybody's Uh, playing good. Yeah, Brian Gay uh, started today in the lead. Uh, well, him, him tied for the lead, him and Scott Langley. The Americans are kind of dominating the top of the leaderboard right now. That's that's uh, it's always nice to see. Um, yeah. All right. I don't think I've got anything else uh, sports-wise. So good. And we got that done. Got that out of the way. All right, let's have some fun. And that was Sports Talk from More BS. Because I have... I have now that now that we don't have the rigmarole of sports to squeeze hey. in between weird news. I have some more shower thoughts. I was about to say. I was about to say. Where's some Brock's? Uh, man, we gotta Brock's, have a better Brock's brain busting, ball bashing bombs <laughs> for you. <laughs> Brock's batty boggling. Brock's mind bottling brain Bo- busters. Did you say mind bottling? Yeah. You know when things are so crazy, it's like your mind's in a bottle. <laughs> did we really just? Uh, did we really just rip that bit off? Well, you you you, you kind of threw one right down the middle. I don't know I what mean, else. You to don't do. have to. You don't have to swing at it. You can. 
Yes. Sometimes yes, you, just, you do. You can just, if you don't swing you can at just it, look and get the pitch count up. If you don't swing at it, you run. Because you didn't hit it and, and then run. Weird news number one. Hit me with it. This is from February 6th. Officers recognize, comma, arrest woman who barked at police dog. The picture of this lady's mugshot. She is not sorry about anything she has ever done in her past. She has the smirk of a slightly crazy person. Is she like like she's just super pleased with the events of the day? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Well, it seems as such. It seems like like in her mugshot that you're laughing about something and somebody told you to no longer laugh that you're not that you need to not laugh. Next person that laughs is in trouble. She's making that like, face like the Okay. Yeah. That So I'm gonna throw you off with this first word and then uh that's about it. Lafayette, Indiana. An Indiana woman who barked at a police dog attracted the attention of officers who arrested her on outstanding warrants. Love that the headline made us think that she was getting arrested for barking at a police dog. At a police dog. That's Is that not what she's getting arrested for? Read that again. An Indiana woman who barked at a police dog attracted the attention of officers, comma, who arrested her on outstanding warrants. Oh, see? Clickbait. people. Click. That is clickbait. Clickety-click, click, click. I love it, though. Um, it's clickbait. But they had to have grabbed her because of the because of the police dog barking thing, right? I mean, they had to be like, hey, you wow. can't talk to him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like what, they had something had to go down first, like, like did for the them rookie to look at him. Did the rookie look at the dog and go, "I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, she's talking to you that way." Hey, did you see, uh, Sarge? Did you see what that lady just barked at, uh, <laughs> at, 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 at Cupcake? We don't at have to. Cupcake? We don't have to take this. At Cupcake. At, fluff, at Fluffles. At, at, at Fluffles. <laughs> Sergeant Fluffles. At, at, at Lieutenant Licks a lot. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Why? Dogs lick a lot. <laughs> you assume a police dog has a little bit more... Uh, not this dog. Discipline. Not not this. Not, not Lieutenant Licks a lot. <laughs> That's obviously why his name is... I mean, what do you want to call him? Sergeant uh, Standstill. No, something something aggressive. <laughs> Tank. <laughs> Tank. Sergeant, bite your face off if you step towards it. 
So the Lafayette police say officers were conducting a traffic stop Monday when 20-year-old Kiana Champagne Fletcher, what a name, who was standing in front of her home, began barking at a police dog, sniffing the stopped car. So the dog started sniffing the car, and she's like... I, I love that. Like, I love bas- it. Basically, like, I, just, dog- I feel like it's something you would do while on a substance or while drinking. I, 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 like, I don't feel like the stone cold sober person who knows she has outstanding warrants starts barking at a police dog. The Journal and Courier reports that the officers recognized Fletcher and knew she had two outstanding warrants. So I'm going to guess Lafayette, Indiana, not a big town. Not a big town. (laughs) If they're just like, they're like, oh, is that you, Kiana Champagne Fletcher? That's her name. Why? Why is her middle name Champagne? They're like it's pronounced Champagne. Champagne. Uh. Police say Fletcher ran inside her house, but officers arrested her after obtaining a search warrant. (laughs) She's like just locked over. Like, don't worry, we're already like like, it's, it's on the way. Just open the door. Look, we just posted about it on our Facebook page. You can see it right now. Might serve a warrant today. Looking cute. Might serve a warrant today. (laughs) Might serve a warrant today. (laughs) That is hilarious. Fletcher remains jailed on warrants for conversion, which is a form of theft and operating a vehicle without a license. She also faces preliminary charges of possessing... Oh, Brock, guess this. From possessing methamphetamine (laughs) and Uh, drug paraphernalia. Man, when you see that word typed out, if something has three M's in it and a couple of H's and an N, that's a lot of humpback letters. That's a a long-looking word. I mean, it does have a lot of letters in it, but uh, oh, they, that she faces these uh, charges of possess uh, possessing meth, drug paraphernalia after they say they found drugs in her home. Online court mm. records don't list an attorney who might speak on her behalf. <laughs> like, I don't want that. What do you think about sometimes in the shower, Brock? A lot of stuff, man. Oh, yeah? A lot of stuff. Like what? Um, Peter Dinklage is uh, pound for pound the highest paid actor on Game of Thrones. How like okay, but he's got to be one of the <laughs> highest paid actors like on that show, regardless, right? I know, but think about it. I mean, but regard, pound, yeah. I mean, the guy gets paid, the amount the guy of, gets paid higher than anybody. I mean, how yeah, pound for pound, he do, he does freaking pound for pound champ, money champ. 
Hey, I heard I uh, one podcast I was listening to the other day in the state of Washington. There is a group of little people who are trying to outlaw any type of sports that are that that involve tossing little people. And I feel like that is a a uh, case of you need to stay in your lane. Like we are, this is something that 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 these other little people have volunteered to do. We don't and are getting they're not, paid. They're for not it. kidnapped and forced to do this, right? Now, if that is the case, it sounds like an then, argument you should yes. not be having with me. It sounds like an argument you should be having with the other little people who are choosing. To participate in these sports with us, if right. that's what you're upset about, because it's not like I mean, we we were fine. Me and these other little people doing these events, we were fine. We were yeah. having fun until you came over yeah. here and had a problem with it. So go back over, yeah, like, stay in your lane. Go back like, to your we, we like, stuffy place and do what you do. We feel like it 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 portrays badly on other little people. Like then. Don't do it. Uh, they, I love right? it. Just somebody, don't participate in it. Somebody on the show was like, that's like uh that's like women going and saying, like telling strippers that they don't they, they shouldn't do their job. Like that's not your decision. Right? Yes, I agree. Like maybe certain people shouldn't do certain jobs and certain professions shouldn't exist, but they do and you're not always going to be able to tell people what to do. So just kind of stay in your lane. Yep. And you're going to yep. put all these little people who are having fun, making money, by doing nothing. Hanging out on a, on a Velcro wall from time to time. Getting... All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I I mean, it's... It makes perfect sense. Just do. I'm sorry. I'm just sorting through a lot of these, uh, all these thoughts, all these deep thoughts that I have. You ever heard somebody like talk about how difficult a crossword is to solve, let alone create? Right. Mm. You ever you ever thought about that? Making a crossword would be difficult. All you have to do is play a game of Scrabble. Oh. And you've made a crossword. Oh yeah! Boom! I have Anybody always can make a thought crossword. like I have always done a crossword and be like, man, I feel like it would be really tough to, to make try one to of do these. All no, like, no, it's not. All you have to do is play a game of Scrabble, well, just, and then all you none of the clues have to have to have anything to do with each other. They just have to have something to do with the word. So boom! Right. All you do is just. I mean, now you sometimes they it. like to have a question. Sometimes they like to have a theme. Yeah. But yeah, there's some that are just really difficult. Like the harder ones don't. The you harder, know, the a really, really deep one, a really deep thought hit the other day because I heard something new I hadn't heard from uh, Elon Musk uh, the other day because I don't listen to a whole lot of his stuff, to be honest. Um, but he brought up a weird point um, that talked about video games and reality. And at one point, Video games were nothing but dots on a screen. And today, they're very distinguishable from reality. But 
still very realistic in their characteristics. So it stands to reason that at some point in our past, were we dots? We could have we we could have been we could have been pushed into a simulation that got so realistic that it is. If if what is happening continues to happen, it, we go from dots to these high graphics to what? What would the next progression be to something that we're constantly getting to or towards something that is more realistic? So it stands to reason that at one point we could have been matrixed, so to speak, and put into a simulation that is indistinguishable from reality. That's crazy to think about. That is crazy. Just a weird side thought for some of the for some of the technology that we do. It's a weird, uh, weird little kind of paradox thing, and you wouldn't. That's the thing is you wouldn't know. Yeah. Man, that's nuts. Deep shower thoughts. Right. Also, uh, killing spiders uh, makes spiders the genetically as they continue to grow more sneaky. So maybe just shoo him out the door. <laughs> All right, go. Go, go, go. Go, 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 go. Yeah. I'm just saying, you want well, to make sneakier spiders hear, than what we already have. I hear, um, I have a friend who's does pest control, and he's like, to be honest, the spiders are actually the ones that you want to keep around. Yeah. It's like the squirrels are the ones you want to friggin' kill. Like those are the actual like those are the things that you want to kill those things. All right, Brock. So this is a little bit of sports talk. Super Bowl commercial. So Google okay. talks up vets in Super Bowl ad. Does it walk the walk? So I wasn't able to get the video to play. So I'm gonna kind of rely on you to tell me what. The video. Alrighty. Said. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll read this article, and uh, it kind of it does it does a pretty good job explaining uh, what the. I guess uh, what, what was the, the message of the video? Basically, that you'd be able to search Google search for jobs by using your MOS. Ah, I have heard about this. Then, so cool. So, with great fanfare during the Super Bowl, a Google ad touted a job search tool for America's vets, calling them the, calling them in quotes, the seven percent that keep the rest of us safe. End quote. Google drew praise for lending a hand to those who served, but veterans say that tool may not help them find the high-paying jobs they hope for. And Google remains tight-lipped on its own hiring of people who served in the military. So, we'll, we'll get back to that. Me and Brock kind of had a small pre-discussion about this prior to hitting the record button. Button? Button? Um... Why but we'll we'll get back we'll, we'll get back to we'll, we'll talk about our opinions and stuff on on both sides of this here once once I get done reading this. So the ad begins with numbers and letters that make no sense unless you've served in the military. Mm -hmm. Special codes that define jobs in the armed forces. 
there's a search underway. So the video comes up, and you can tell there's a search going on for a job, and the person's typing in jobs for veterans 12B. And 12B being a combat engineer. 12 Bravo. Mm-hmm. Army, and, I believe. Army combat engineer. And the search locates well-paying uh, civilian positions. An operations manager, civil engineer, and construction manager. So when the person does that search, that's what comes up. is those three types of jobs, and it shows. I saw the com- on the commercial, it shows uh, like all three were like 100, 100, 100K plus a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, uh-huh. comes on and says, No simple code can define who you are. But now it can help you search for whatever's next. Then the article goes on to say, uh, Colleen Deere is executive director of American Corporate Partners, which helps veterans find civilian jobs. Deere said the Google Google tool is hardly new, these kinds of code translators have been around for decades and with mixed results. Sometimes they might encourage vets to apply for jobs beneath their skill sets. Deer's husband tried to use one of these codes when he transitioned from military to private work in 2010, she said. Uh, she goes, uh, Deer says, It told him that he was well-suited to be a security guard and he's now working on a trading trading floor at an investment bank. So for him, it was a little bit deflating, to say the least. Uh, Deere said more than 80 companies have partnered with her organization to help mentor and train veterans for the workforce. We're definitely on an upswing in terms of corp, uh, corporate America realizing that this is a big issue. Google launched its job search tool in August 2018 after sharpening it with veterans within and outside the company. A Google spokesperson said, uh, It's part of a wider veteran focus at Google that includes a $2.5 million grant to the USO to train 1,000 transitioning service members and military spouses in IT. Uh, man, this is a long article. Okay. I think I get the gist of what Google's trying to do and kind of I guess what the what the argument side is. I think I think the argument side I'm feeling is is them saying like this isn't it would be annoying to find out that this is something that Google is doing just to draw in some publicity dollars because they're right. These things have been around. In fact, any service member who has gotten out of the service has had to go through some sort of exit class for the most part. I'm not saying for those who've, you know, sir, I mean, everybody has their own, but I feel like for the most part, especially going through the Marine Corps, the tap and tamps that you go through on the way out is really exit interview and exit training and stuff like that. And you do get these different brochures and these links and these places that you can go through and see how your MOS and what things that you've learned and skills you've acquired through your time in the military, how those do transfer and transition into 
the civilian sector. Tell people what an MOS is. Uh, so an MOS is a military occupational specialty, which is the codes that you see uh, on television. Typically, I think, and I'm not trying to speak out of turn for anybody's branch that may be listening, but typically what I see in the Army side is is usually a single or a double digit followed by uh, an alphabetical character. So like you said, a 12 Bravo is a combat engineer, um, and that's all. That's all I'm going to speak on. I don't know the rest of them. Uh, the The Marine Corps, the one that I know, is is a four digit code, um, and so mine specifically was thirty forty three, which was uh, uh, supply and administration operations, and uh, our counterparts were thirty fifty one, which was uh, um, warehousemen. And uh, you know, warehousing, you had different things in the shipping that had to do with aircraft and everything was classified by the first two digits so everything in 30 was supply uh and then uh, everything uh, 04 was logistics everything 03 was infantry the ground fighting everything 01 was administrative uh so different things like that is what that's what an mos is it's just classified what type of job you did my problem, I think, and why I agree with the argument side on this is that those things have been around for a while, and typically what does happen is stuff like that happens. And I'm not, I'm not trying to talk down to anybody in the security industry. That's a, that's a thriving industry, and it's a great thing to make a career in. But being that a lot of military service members have at some point or another stood some sort of security duty in their training as part of their training they are qualified to be security guards so you might put something in that shows your uh and i don't know a, a something that some sort of a computer electronics maintenance um personnel and the security guard jobs are still going to pop up because that is something that you're qualified for and so i think I think that it's a disappointment and and I don't really I don't really see now where the where the disappointment is justified but I think it's a disappointment because they think it's just another generic search engine. And I but I don't think we've given it any time or given it a chance yet. Maybe that's why Google is touting it is because yeah. they're like, "Hey, we're not gonna, That's yeah. not what this is. We are going to completely use the algorithms and all the tech and the science that we've come up with for this search engine to actually show you a career path for the stuff that we know you've done. And, I don't know, you being a military guy, you can't blame the military. Like, partially, like, yeah, we, unfortunately, we do care more about the guys that are currently helping us than the guys that are no longer helping us. Like, that's a it's it's what have you done for me lately kind of statement. I'm not saying that I agree with that. I'm just saying that's how it is. That's how it is with anything. Basically, you work for a company for even. I mean, you ask a lot of people that have worked for a company for a long time, and they just let them go. Like, yeah, thanks for the help, but later. I mean, um, it's no different anywhere. Say it's, it's but no I, different in sports. I mean, you you might have been you might be. A great general manager. You might be a great head coach, but you might have run your course with us. You might have provided us with everything that you are supposed to provide us. And so at right. this point, 
you know, it's time to it's time to part ways. But I ha- but it always is. It is it is that though. It is what are you doing for me right now? Yeah. And then and, and it's and it, it's it, it it's that from a flipped way. It's from that from the vets saying that back to uh Uncle Sam. Like what mm-hmm. I, what are you doing for me now? I did like you were asking me that for all these years. And now I'm asking you, what are you doing for me now? But uh, mm-hmm. uh, what I want to say is how, once again, clickbaity the title of that article is. I'm just like, like so the the article says basically, or what the, the not the article doesn't really say this, but the, the title makes you think that you're like, we're going to go see if Google actually does have vets working for them, which I'm sure that they do. I bet there's mm-hmm. a 100% chance that at least one vet works for Google. Mm-hmm. But, and then I would also not be surprised if the percentage was 97 to 3% or even more than that. Like It would not surprise me. Because most of the people that are very intelligent in 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 tech, technological stuff, and IT, and uh, AI, and things like that, um, like they're still working for the government. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they, uh, I yeah, they're doing Without things. A doubt, that they're you... working. They're working for companies that do private contracting for the government. Like that's why the private company exists. Is because they do contracting for the government absolutely yeah absolutely so you know and and i'm just gonna go ahead and put this out there i'm gonna say that a lot of vets and a lot of people that work at google probably don't get along too well they might they might not you know you never know you got all kinds of guys that come in and out just love to see some of, some marines walk in there and just start talking the military like to i i'm <laughs> sure there are dude you ought to look up uh you ought to look up some of the guys who are who are and i i, I forget the term but they're guys who've served in the military and they're now like they're not they're not deserters they're not like disavowing their citizenship or anything but they speak very very negatively on it they speak that it was a blood war they speak that we were used as pawns they speak that we were murdering innocent civilians over there they like they are they're very converted individuals i guess is is how they appear to me um you know but i just mean it's it's more diverse than you would think in the military community on the on the people i for one am one that i don't i mean i'm all for it i i as a business owner i am going to look to hire veterans and that's going to be because i it gives me a starting point it doesn't mean you are the right candidate for my job it just means i know that you come from good stock so to speak you might be a bad apple and i'm hope that i will weed that out and i don't hire you but for the most part i feel like it's a safe bet and but I, I don't i don't believe in any sort of any sort of forced initiative to have to hire anybody right you know we 
privatization. Best hire who you want to hire. If best. Google doesn't want to hire veterans, don't then don't hire veterans. So be it. Veterans don't want to be there then. <laughs> you know, it's that's it's <laughs> trust me, that's the least thing that's gonna hurt our feelings. I promise. I'm I'm currently trying to get us a sponsorship by a veteran owned company. And I and I hope that that I comes to that, that, that would that would be awesome. Um so uh of all the weird news we've done, I don't know if we've ever done anything from Alaska. Interesting. So there was a mortar round found at the Alaska <laughs> Museum. I don't like that they said it was found at the Alaska Museum. Like no, it was probably no, it was like, there. It's there. It was just it was there. It was so on it was display. Just it was placed round at so, mortar round. At. On display, yeah, or that, or on display, says it was active. Oh. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska, the latest on a mortar shell found at a Southeast Alaska museum. They said found again. Uh, let's see, this says they're all- very, they're trying very, very hard to not put the blame on somebody for putting a live mortar round out on display. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So, uh, all times are local, just so that matters. Like, oh man, I thought they were talking our time. I thought they right. were talking, I thought they were doing this in my time. The person reading this. So, 8.45 a.m. Explosive specialists have destroyed a World War II era mortar round found at a Haynes Museum after determining the munit. Munition was live. The Anchorage Daily News reports military specialists destroyed the device Thursday by detonating it. That is literally what you said in this sentence prior. This person was twenty or probably fifteen words short of their of their goal. Getting that paycheck, yeah. The Sheldon Museum and Cultural Center closed this week while explosives specialists examined the mortar round. Man, they are digging in deep with these sentences. And just so you know, all every single one of these sentences are are is is uh, double spaced from the next one. Director Helen Alton said a staff member found the Japanese mortar round as he looked for artifacts to purge that were no longer relevant to the museum. The museum considered using the mortar round in an upcoming World War II exhibit, but could not determine from uh, donation paperwork whether the round was inert. So that's what it is. So it wasn't on display. No, it, was it was like in a like, storage closet somewhere. So they did find it. That is crazy. They're like, that's hey, creepy. we could use this. What? This thing over here. Hey, throw it over here. Let me see it. I throw it over here. So the it looks like a Nerf football. Oh, the eighty the eighty millimeter round had been in the museum's possession for more than twenty years. Yowza. 12:01 a.m. A museum Why the in times. I don't know. This is that uh, the other one was at 8088 8 something. So at 12 something, a museum in southeast Alaska has temporarily closed after staff, mem- staff members were unable to confirm 
if a World War II era mortar shell had been disarmed. The Anchorage Daily News reports a staff member. Well, you just said this. Yeah, it's just the dude trying to run up his. He probably gets paid like a penny a word or something like that. Do, 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 while sorting through uh, collections vault, da, 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 museum director. Yeah, they were considered using it. Oh my gosh. This guy writing this paper, Miami Herald. Y'all are killing it, man. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out. There's like five to seven to 30 friggin' sentences that repeat themselves. Yeah. It says, the shell is likely disabled, but because they couldn't be sure, they notified police. Here's wow. what happened. Now let me tell you the story about what happened. Man, that was awful. I need some shower thoughts. I've got I've got plenty of them for you. I'm actually going to rapid fire a few of these okay. at you because it's funny. Um, your value in the world should be determined on... Uh, what would happen if you disappeared? If all the engineers in the world suddenly disappeared, we'd be lost as a civilization. But if all the athletes suddenly disappeared, we'd just all be really disappointed. I feel like I'd be, if it happened right now, like if we already knew what athletes were, I'd be lost. <laughs> Pretending to be sober in public is just doing the best impersonation of yourself you can do. <laughs> All right, how do I how do I act? Is females this how I, have is had this how I a act? strong females have had a strong character in games since chess was invented. Wait, what? Have you ever heard that? No. Females want strong characters in Video games or in games, in any sort of game that comes out, they want a strong female lead. They've had the strong character since one of the original games, Chess, the Queen. It's the strongest, a strong female character. Oh. Come on, buddy. Hey, if the uh, L.A. gangs ever uh, took to sea and had a naval battle, it would be crypt ships fighting blood vessels. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a that's more of my alley. That old chess thinking, having to think of queen and stuff like that. Those are the jokes hey, the are always LGBT. The LGBT flag is a rainbow, but it's straight. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this one. I'll save it. It's actually deep, but I'll save it. I think I'm going to steal that bit from you. Like, hey, I'm not going to knock on LGBTQ. I really think it's cool that you have a rainbow flag. But why Don't is you think straight? you probably shouldn't have made the lines straight? Here you go. For the weird news, all active bomb diffuser employees have a perfect record. Oh, that is true. Well... Unless they're, yeah, if they're alive, <laughs> they're they not do. active anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I bet there's some non active. <laughs> Dang, I have two of these I need to do off the air with you. Uh, All right. 
All right, let me get it. Give me one more uh, shower thought, and then uh, we're going to kind of plug everything and close it all up. All right, sounds good. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find one. Well, while he's trying to find one, other people go to Google and Google more BS Teespring or Teespring more BS. And uh, go buy a shirt. The uh, promo's dead, but uh, you can still buy a shirt. Yeah, you can still buy a shirt. Whenever uh, pitchers and catchers report, I will start another promotion. I think that's in two weeks. All righty. I think. But look up. Whenever pitchers and catchers report, doing another promo. Um. Go give Brock a follow. Go give Brock a follow at Brock underscore Farias. Give me a follow at Royce the One. Go give the podcast a follow at More BS Pod. Got any more before us, Brock, or is that it? I do, I do. I have one parting one. Uh, whenever you're wandering around and you get that little shiver, like you're being watched. That's you from the future looking back on that moment as a memory. So think about that. I'm Royce Moore. That was Brock Farias. And that was more BS.